My name is Zach Hansen. And I'm Dawson Kaiser. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Grove City College Student Spotlight. Houston. Courage, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, um, particularly is because you have taken, you are um, going through the process of graduating early, and I think that'd be a good perspective for prospective students who are thinking maybe they want to um, have their college career be shorter, or um, want to get to the workforce early, or whatever the case may be. They just want to um, um, get through college as quick as they can. So the um, fact that you are doing that, I thought it would be really cool to have your uh, perspective on that. But before we get into that, um, I just want to ask, like, why did you choose to come to Grove City? And what was your college um, search like? Um, so my search was definitely a little bit more tenuous because I did have a lot of credits that I had done, especially within like before I had even graduated high school. And so because of that, you have to do a lot more intensive searching where most people who look for a college, you have to just be like, I like the people, I like this course, I like these yeah. professors. It's you, Most of that stuff is usually very much published and easy to get to. Where whenever you st- sort of go into a college, you and you have credits you have to make sure that all of the transfer, transfer yeah and not on only just transferring because any college will take transfers at least direct transfers but you have to like uh, or just transfers in general but you have to see whether they actually directly transfer into a class yeah um and they actually like fulfill the requirements needed and that's the more difficult part because you actually have to like talk with a registrar and so like it's a lot more difficult and more intensive yeah. for someone who's trying to do it in that sort of way um, so there's like that element. Um, but also I knew that I would be staying at a college for a lot shorter time, um, where other people would have four years. So I was trying to cut down, um, just for a very myriad of different reasons. And so like, I definitely wanted to really go to a place that was going to challenge me, especially academically. Yeah. Um, but also had a good atmosphere on top of that. So I wasn't just looking for like a really good school, but also something that's going to challenge my faith as well as my academic career. And I think the yeah. Grove City sort of met that the most. And like as with like other areas and aspects, like most other people would usually choose to determine. <laughs> um, like I just ended up picking Grove City because I think that when it came down to it, I think that God was really leading me here. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, so because of how um, you had to, you know, talk to the registrar and things like that, I'm sure that was a very long college search process. What, what, how was that? Was like, was that actually like very time consuming and trying to get everything worked out? So um, basically, you're trying to save money in a different avenue basically instead of applying to scholarships and which of course 
you still do. Yeah, yeah. But on top of that, you also have to make sure that you have to either send a list of your courses plus also your syllabi that of those courses and then they have to get back to you and then even after that evaluation is done sometimes they do overlook courses or like they are old so you have to like individually sort of go to the registrar and like say hey is this specific course actually like up to date yeah um and so there is definitely a lot more time that needs to be taken um to save like and money in a sense like yeah. but it's just a different avenue in which you do it um in my opinion like it's it's cool mm-hmm. that's that's interesting to get that view my my uh college search process is very different it was i heard about grove city because of the econ program and then decided to uh apply grove city didn't apply anywhere else <laughs> and i was like if i don't get into grove city then i'm not coming to college <laughs> and i was like uh <laughs> I hope I don't get into college <laughs> and then I got in and now I'm here. So no, but, but it's been great for, for mm-hmm. me. Um, so, um, you're a business econ major. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, what drew, drew you to that side of things? Um, academically, did, did you know going in that that's what you wanted to do um, as, as a major or is it kind of like, um, try different things first or how did that work out? Um, so it really, in a sense, was sort of narrowed for me, yeah. um, because because I, the end goal I really wanted to try to get through in two years and not be like an extra semester or like yeah six or nine credits short, and so because of that, I had to look to see which ones directly transferred into majors. That makes sense. And yeah. the ones that were more, let's say, versatile. Um, were definitely more business-related courses and econ courses. Yeah. And so just the classes that I had taken, like, in high school, um, really aligned a lot better with that specific major. That makes sense. Um, If I wanted, basically, because I was doing it, I had to be locked in to a major before I even came to Grove City. Gotcha. Um, So I didn't really have much choice to change it afterward. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably one of my biggest regrets because I would have loved to actually try to because I probably could have been like just a full econ major. And yeah. I would have definitely preferred that probably to, to the business, the business econ. econ, even though I do really enjoy the like business core yeah. here. Um, I think that I just think I have a bigger passion for econ than the business side than the, the business side, even though I think the business is still very useful and is still a very good program. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, for someone who's like looking, like a student who's looking to uh, um, go to college in a shorter time period than the four years that's normal, uh, would you, what would you tell them? Like any advice or like, um, you know, just like, hey, make sure you have your credits in order <laughs> or like, you know, it's going to be tough work or what's, what would you t- tell them? So not just like the, if you're trying to graduate early, um, you definitely need to make sure that you're talking with your advisor and with the registrar both. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you do need to talk to people. Like that's, I think one of the biggest things that I have found that you really need to make sure that you talk to different people and be like, Hey, this is what I'm planning on doing. This is what I'm looking at. Yeah. This is what I'm looking at doing. Is this possible? 
how can I try to make this possible if it yeah. isn't really possible at the moment? Um, so definitely you do, it does require you to be a lot more open and a lot more like willing to talk with different people and maybe even multiple different people multiple times before you actually get like sort of a clear path of that. Gotcha. Has a, um, and this isn't a leading question, but ha has Grove City been helpful in that for you? So there's definitely been people that are more helpful than others. Yeah. Um, I think that that's just sort of how different people operate because mm -hmm. as a person who is tr different than everyone else in a sense, um, they're not in a sense geared toward students who want to graduate early and they're not geared towards that mentality. Yeah. And so because of that, it has been let's say a little bit more challenging because you have to be like, Hey, I am not a four year student. I am trying to graduate earlier. And so you have to sort of, in a sense, push them into that mindset because yeah. they're not used to thinking in that regard. And I think one of the biggest challenges that I've faced, so to speak, has been the fact that like sort of the relationship you get to build with the different like professors or your like advisor isn't really as strong as it is with most other students because of that yeah. but like outside of that they've been really helpful and at least like outside of like that yeah that makes sense that makes sense how is your class load you're usually you have a heavy class load don't you um usually i do have a pretty heavy class load um like i have been able to keep it at five or six classes okay. um yeah. like i've never gone over 17 credits that's nice um but i have been trying to work very hard over the interims and the like basically like online and also like the may and january intercessions and like i'm just i'm basically taking classes all year round is that is that difficult do you feel like you don't get a break or, or, or do you kind of like always having something to do is it fulfilling for you or just i have to do this um i think it's definitely a little bit more multifaceted um, okay. because there is times that it's very draining because yeah. it is very like you have like different friends that are like oh i get to go and like read like all these really great books or do all this other stuff but you're taking a class and you can't really don't have that free time mm -hmm. um so it's draining in the, like the social aspect of it um but the thing is though i think that it is really fulfilling in a sense that i do get to still learn and sort of forced to still make use of that time where yeah. i know a lot of different people who I don't want to say waste their summer, but they definitely just choose to do nothing really productive with their time. Yeah. And sort of just like, yeah. I would say like, they just let time slip through their fingers. It's yeah. like a very common analogy that I yeah. would say. You come back to school and then there's like this period of time where you're like, I have to get used to being at school again. Mm -hmm. And and if you're, you know, if you're taking classes over the summer or you're constantly in the mindset of like school's constantly like you don't necessarily maybe don't have that transition mm -hmm. or it's like your mind's in the learning mode which is probably a very productive mode to be in you do also have to learn how to budget your time well yeah um, that's definitely something that i have found because you i found more free time the more i've done it because i've been able to like see those different areas that i'm like i'm wasting time here i should be 
using this for something else and I shouldn't be like doing this thing. It's not really benefiting me. Yeah. Do you find yourself, because you're like a very busy, productive person, do you find your relaxation time is kind of like a productive relaxation? <laughs> it's, I don't know if I would say productive relaxation, but it is in a sense sort of scheduled out in the sense that I, it is very limited. So yeah. like, it, yes, it's like this time I do still, I still do make time to yeah. rest because it is very like beneficial. And I think like there's definitely been times in my life that I have been a very busy person and I mm -hmm. have not like kept like that sort of mindset of at least like a day of rest or something of that nature. Um, and definitely a very bad choice <laughs> <laughs> so i know you're active in some you know social areas too like don't you play frisbee mm -hmm. so you play frisbee and then you are on the debate team mm -hmm. um so you still find time to actually like socialize and interact with people and probably do something that's more leisurely and more fun mm -hmm. um do you think that's really important to have those like if you're going to be a student who's like I'm finishing college like super fast and I'm loading up on a bunch of classes, um, but still making an effort to like connect with other students and have that leisurely time. You think that's, do you think that's important? Yes, I, I do think it is because especially at Grove City, I think the culture is something that you can very easily miss out on. Yeah. And especially um, in my like stance or my specific perspective it has definitely been helpful to sort of in a sense force me to do those things yeah. that are i think really enjoyable um and it just depends on the person of course but like it definitely also pushed me towards like-minded individuals that i definitely got to get to know and in a much i don't know quicker pace than you would i would say naturally from just like hanging out with going going to cl classes and whatnot yeah yeah that's that's cool i think that's that's insightful but, sort of just like off of that just side yeah. thought um is that like i think that's sort of necessary if you do actually want to try to sort of tap into the culture mm -hmm. um because you do run into the fact that like everyone else is going to be here for four years yeah and you're only going to be here for two, two years. years and so i get plugged in you have to get plugged in and most other people have already like made their friend groups and mm -hmm. so like it's a lot more challenging in that regard but there's also definitely some really great people that you can yeah. still get, connect with how helpful has it been to be in a fraternity in that respect um in that respect it is very interesting situation especially with covid yeah. um and whatnot so it has been nice to be able to have people that are there um but quite frankly um it's really only a part of the fraternity for a couple weeks and then we got sent home yeah um and then being back because of covid restrictions we can't really have any type of like dinners and we only have like our weekly meetings basically at the moment because yeah. of all the different um stringent guidelines um so it's been great living with a couple of the different members mm -hmm. um and it's been really great learning with them and i really enjoy like coming together in yeah. the group so it's definitely been helpful but definitely much different than most people's yeah experiences yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. that makes sense um 
Um, going off of that though, uh, and when you, so as a freshman, you knew that you, I assume as a freshman, you knew that you're trying to finish by like, uh, like, oh, you're only going to be here another year, right? You knew, you, did you know that going in to be mm-hmm. a freshman? Yes. So, um, choosing to join a fraternity, was that like something you were kind of about? Like, well, I'm only going to be with them for like a year. Like, was that, was that like part of your process or was like, you know what? I'm gonna be here for a year. Might as might as well. Or I don't know. Like, what was your mindset with that? Um. So I definitely was very like I definitely prayed a lot about it because I think thought it was a big like decision. I definitely mm-hmm. didn't think of it, it as like a oh I'm only going to be a he- year, so yeah. it's not going to yeah. be that big of a deal. Um. But uh, really, what spurred it on was definitely Tegan, mm-hmm. um, who was uh, the captain of the ultimate team and he was also a captain in the debate team which is both the clubs that i was involved with and he was just like a really awesome individual and that's sort of what pushed me there yeah that's that's cool he's a very uh um what's the word he's a very outgoing person Mm -hmm. he's a very outgoing person i know he uh tried to get a couple of my roommates to join the adels and they did not which is uh i don't know if they would totally fit in but (laughs) But, honestly uh, it's a pretty like melange of different people that's true i have noticed that just from mm-hmm. hanging around but I, I have noticed that um so so you probably you you mentioned that you know you're you have a pretty big load of like keeping up with intercessions and like online courses do you take every intercession course like like you take have you had classes like pretty much every intercession so I had plans too. Okay. Um, had COVID not interrupted them, I would have. Yes. Okay. But because of COVID, um, it actually extended the May intercession mm-hmm. into basically an online class that and the same length of an online class, and so because of that, I decided to finagle my schedule a little bit, and caused me a lot of grief oh really yes um but i have been taking a intercession class during every interim period so far yeah that's interesting i actually took an intercession course over the covid stuff Mm -hmm. and uh that was honestly all things considered it was actually pretty great Mm -hmm. i took biology and as a person that's not really into science or anything like that it Mm -hmm. was um they did a really good job considering covid and all that i was really impressed with with how they handled it from like a from a school lens um i have a lot of other friends from other colleges who kind of just like go home it's true dude you know like mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna have on, online classes where we like you're never gonna even see your professor you know so yeah, asynchronous uh, um so uh it was pretty still hands-on and we actually still had to do labs mm-hmm. which was was cool you know you're like doing the labs and like sending stuff back and stuff but um i mean it was a hassle but it was also like we're still trying to make sure you have a hands-on education which i really appreciate um from that but uh, i'm sure that's got to be tough if when you're trying to like plan everything and you're like okay what do i gotta do here um i definitely think that they've been very good about being understanding yeah um especially with covid and different things that might arise yeah that change your schedule um they've been very understanding and have been trying to find ways and i don't want to say like making exceptions 
but in a sense they're understanding that you have a very you're in a specific predicament yeah and it wasn't something that you could were do. like an, a part of so like they're trying to be understanding that's cool that's really cool so i doubt you get to take like any electives do, do, do have you have you had a chance to take any classes that are just like fun classes um yes and no yes and no okay <laughs> Um, so I did take general logic by choice, mm. um, because I find that really interesting and really useful. And I saw that as a fun class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did get one elected. <laughs> but is that, is that not necessary for the business econ? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it is for the normal econ. It is. For so normally yeah, econ. that's a really great class. Mm -hmm. Did you take with Dr. Franklin? Yep. Yeah. That's a really great class. I mm -hmm. took symbolic logic and general logic and. Um, both were very helpful classes mm -hmm. I, I found. Um, yeah, so that that's cool. I'm glad you got to take that. Yeah. I think it's a brilliant class. Um, that's actually really exciting. I'm a person that likes to fill up my uh, spaces with literature classes. Mm. Nice because I I love I just love reading and it gives me a chance to just kind of have reading time that's assigned. Yeah. And then it's like oh I was gonna do this anyway, so now I get to do it as a class, and now it's not like eating into my like studies for my major specific class but mm -hmm. um but yeah that's that's something that i like to do um what is so you said like when you were searching for a college based off of a couple of things um grove city seemed right to to you given everything um and you mentioned the importance of like you, you can you could have missed out on some of the grove city uh culture um what is it about the culture here that you, you maybe you maybe you like or what what's what's the, what about the Grove City culture stood out to you um so specifically I enjoyed the faith aspect which is not particular to Grove City I was actually looking at um like Regent University okay yeah. um and a couple other different ones um that were also like faith oriented yeah. let's say um but I think that it was specifically the coupling of the faith and the academics because yeah. i found that a lot of different colleges either excelled in one and not the other mm -hmm. um or specifically they focused on academics and like they said that they were like christian. a christian college sort of nominally nominally yeah. yeah but it didn't actually sort of like show up so to speak in their like actual like culture so to speak yeah and so i think that Grove City, especially whenever like I visited and whenever I talked with different people about it, it definitely seemed like those two were very good because I definitely enjoyed a lot of the different professors here as well. That's cool. That's cool. Um, have you found that um, pr the professors have brought um, a faith perspective to their subject matter? Because I know you're taking biz business classes and econ classes, and that can be, you know, it's not like you're taking a bunch of... Uh, biblical and religious studies classes that's true but you also do have to i still have to take all of the human classes yeah and also like all the general ed classes as well um and fit those in so i would say that they all have in their own ways and i think it's actually been a good overall it's been a good coupling of them because yeah. not every not every class is going to be all about like Jesus and yeah yeah like but it's it would be forced if you push it too much yeah. in my opinion um and I think that there is a good like 
subtlety even in the classes that aren't faith-based yeah that definitely shows up and i think that it is a pretty good balance that's cool that's cool um how have you found the students population in regards to faith i know that i know there's a lot of different perspectives on this <laughs> so i just, i'm interested as somebody who um is not going to be spending four years here where you get to like maybe like every year i meet people with like that with views that i'm always like what or like the, i did not even think about that also for my background i came in and that was like how I reacted to every single person here, <laughs> but, 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 um, that's just from my, my, uh, religious background, but, yeah. um, how has that, how has that been? Has, have you found like, um, I don't think the, it's necessarily realistic to say that everyone's just walking around being like, you know, um, no. praying all the time or whatever, but I think that there, there is a diversity there and I just wonder how you've experienced that and has it helped your spirituality at all or has it just like influenced it in like ways where you're like oh i didn't think about that or whatever you know um so i think it's definitely been nice to be able to have discussions rather openly yeah. about different topics and just seeing where because i as you'd said there's a lot of different perspectives yeah and the fact that like this college doesn't just pertain to like one specific denomination mm -hmm. and you can get a, a plethora of different people and because of that i would say that it's been very refreshing in a sense to yeah. be able to just be like mention something about some like theological topic and someone be like oh well i think about this about it and like and you're like oh cool i didn't realize that you had thought about that in this yeah. way like yeah. um I wouldn't say that I was very surprised. Um, I think that I was definitely been very curious about my faith and definitely like done a lot of very deep searching and like theological study, mm -hmm. like personally. So like a lot of different people that I've had discussions with and like different like viewpoints, I've known that people held them. Gotcha. Um, because like I have looked into a lot of different denominations. I yeah. have done a lot of like, like theological and epistemology and like those types of different things because I've had questions about them personally in my yeah. own like faith. Yeah. Um, but that's, I'm pretty weird. No, that's like, that's great. I spend a lot of my time re researching theology and stuff more, more so because I've actually, I'm actually here. Um, and, uh, I mean, my background, I grew up Pentecostal and I didn't know Presbyterians existed. And then I, <laughs> I showed up to Grove City College where like Everyone all was. my freshman hall was Presbyterian and I was like, yeah. oh, what? What is this? And that really uh, hmm. threw me for, for that, that. That was hard to wrap my head around. Yeah. And then now I attend an Anglican church. So, yeah. So, Full circle. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I've uh, had a lot of crazy interactions and had to question a lot of things that I believed but um i always think it's interesting to ask people that and people a lot of people say a lot of different things which just shows how diverse the people are here mm -hmm. um and um i think that's interesting i think that's really interesting so you said bef that like before you had already like researched a lot of different things but um has there like been any instances where you're like wow i've never even thought about that and from any conversations here or are you pretty much just like yeah i covered all the bases <laughs> <laughs> um i think that that would be a little bit hubris um to <laughs> i'd have a lot of hubris to be able to say that yeah yeah um i i don't know with 
specific conversations probably not so much okay yeah um there's definitely been some interesting discussion that i've definitely heard different like let's say tweaking of perspectives i've already heard of before yeah um so like there's then like ideas but then they just changed it a little bit yeah um so i've definitely like heard different things i think one of the biggest thing like actually right now is my ssft class right now um we were talking about um really the idea of like god using evolution as like Mm. a vehicle so to speak for like creation and yeah um, I've really been sort of wrestling with that because I never really even considered um, that because like in most of the things that I've like read about, it's been like, well, either God, because like it, because God created ex nihilo. Um, it's been interesting to sort of like wrestle with that and see what people believe on that because I'd never even heard of that. Yeah, that's interesting. Belief before and like I was even like reading journal articles on yeah, it yeah. and um some definitely interesting stuff about like whether you can view science in the same lens that you can view theology because yeah. they explain different things or they're different perspectives of reality yeah no that's really interesting yeah i i remember having some similar um thoughts or questions from taking uh the science faith what's how's the what's the full acronym yeah yeah same (laughs) no idea like i don't know what the second f is (laughs) i have no idea what either is it's science faith technology (laughs) yeah technology the 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 uh, science freedom. faith <laughs> no, freedom no. and technology of course um <laughs> where, where you learn about evolution creationism uh post-humanism and uh like libertarian genetic. libertarian ideals yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but no but it's a it is actually a yeah, really interesting like course where genetic engineering and all that type of stuff yeah too. what i found interesting about that course was um regardless of what background you grew up in like i think um i had a friend who took that course with me who he was hardcore his both his parents were like like high academic type people and he was hardcore about um the fact that um everything it must have been through evolution that we came about and, okay and genesis is not literal at all and we should not read it that way mm-hmm. yeah and that, and that's the way he perceived it and i had another friend who um, didn't know people even thought that way mm-hmm. and both of them were in that class and both of them walked away with wow I learned so much that I haven't thought about because that class is going to talk about um, scientific ideas about creationism and scientific and more theological ideas about evolution and um, doesn't necessarily tell you what to think just more like hey here's a really interesting process on how to think now go wrestle with this stuff i think it definitely put like it put it puts like guardrails up let's say yeah yeah um, but it's like anything in here is permissible um yeah. or it could be permissible yeah we don't know but it's definitely like if you go too far that way it's definitely like or we go yeah, yeah of so course like, of course there's definitely like guardrails to it but yeah i definitely think that there's some good thought that i don't think many people because like you have like the god of the gaps or like the clockmaker if you want to be a deist or like like there's different things that you didn't really think were out there until you actually start like researching it yeah 
like either researching or like really intently reading that passage yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's interesting stuff for sure um how have you found the um the actual like churches in the area how is that like actually has that been difficult because i know some students um particularly when i was a freshman I, I did not find a church for a long time i didn't i didn't find the church i go to as a freshman i struggled through that and um i didn't actually settle down in the church i was going to until my junior year and mm. as somebody who's that was that see if if, you, if i were you i would have never found the church i go to so so how does that because you are condensing college finding a church in the area was that kind of just like i just need to find a biblical-based church that I need to go to or what was that process like? for me um so I have only gone to like two churches in my entire life okay. um they're very like one is a little bit more let's say strict and reserved and the mm -hmm. other one was definitely a little bit more contemporary and I really wanted to because I have I have learned about a lot of different denominations yeah, yeah. and stuff so I really wanted to sort of just in a sense, explore and just go to different services and go to different churches and see what they're about to get like a better perspective and understanding of what they are. Cause like you can learn all about them, but like they could be so much different in person. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like, especially like my first year here, I was basically just going around and like, even if I liked a church, I was still trying, like I would go for like one church a couple times and then I'd go to another church just because I wanted to be able to get that like, understanding of how like they're different and like where their those differences are and like how that sort of shapes their worship that's that's cool that you took that upon yourself to do that i was um not as diligent <laughs> but um i think though a lot of the different churches around here are very bible believing churches um yeah. not like i didn't find any that were like heresetical in any <laughs> yeah, no. regard um, they're all very good based churches, but they just have like, I would say in a sense, they probably don't see it this way, but I would say are sort of in a sense, meaningless things that they're sort of disagreeing on that makes them like, or at least let's say they have the central core aspects that are correct. And that's really what I'm caring about. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's interesting because of how many churches are in the area mm -hmm. and are they all really that different? maybe not yeah. there's, there's a few that are there's a few <laughs> there's a couple but like a lot of them are very similar because yeah. they do have a very good base yeah yeah of course of course um but i do think that the fact that there's a lot of churches is cool for um for students who do want to try a bunch of different types of mm -hmm. churches um because it's also like your first experience like away from home yeah. and you actually sort of get to choose so to speak yeah you're you, the church that you want to go to you not the your freedom family's church mm -hmm. yeah that's that's interesting that's really um interesting to think about i know uh i you know go to an anglican church and um for a few times i went i was like this is crazy i don't <laughs> i was like where where are no one's running around and jumping in circles <laughs> like what is going on this is we, we stand and we sit and we kneel and we stand again <laughs> what is going on cool. but uh definitely reminds me of the catholic service <laughs> yeah yeah um but it was it was definitely a, an experience to say the least and now now it's the church that i love to go to and mm -hmm. not just here but back home i go to an Anglican church too now mm -hmm. um which is really cool it's like you're kind of getting you're exposing yourself to different things how do you um compare the church that you go to now at grove city compared to the church you go to back home are they are they pretty similar or um did you like kind of like figure out that you know the church i grew up in 
I just tend to agree with it. And you try to find something that re replicated that, or you're like, uh, I have some disagreements here, and I'm going here now, or, or maybe neither of that. Maybe it's just um, you like the church. So for me, I definitely think that it was more the people. That makes sense, yeah. Than the church, um, which in a sense are synonymous. Yeah, yeah, of um, And so I really chose a church because I do think that a lot of the core aspects of them were similar was by the people of the church. Yeah. In a sense. So like if that makes no, that makes total like, sense. So, like, it's definitely similar, I would say, um, but, like, there's no liturgy or anything of yeah. that nature in my, like, home church. Um, and so, like, it's sort of been, it's getting used to. So, like, it's definitely different than what I am at home, like, I go to at home, but it's not, like, a bad different. It's just a little different. Yeah. So, is, is there, a little, there is a little bit of liturgy at the church you're going to now? Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's, uh, um, is it something where it's like, do, do you find that you enjoy the liturgy or do you find that just like the people here are really great? So I'm going to put up with this liturgy. <laughs> um, it's not like I put it up with it. I definitely think there's some really great things that you can sort of take out of the liturgy. Yeah. Um, like there's definitely been thought put into the words that you're saying. Um, but for me, like I definitely takes... Um, like, we cycle through different, like, stuff, so to speak. It's not always the same. And, like, I usually take a good, like, week or so to, like, just, like, ponder on that and, like, think about, like, what it means to say it before, like, I just say something. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my um, girlfriend back home, she came and visited last year and went to church with me. And her church is very not liturgical at all. <laughs> um, very strict, actually, but not a liturgical church. Yeah. And uh, she went to Grace Anglican with me, and she's there, like, scanning everything we say before she reads it, which, you know, um, everything they say is very biblically based, very yeah. orthodox. But um, she just took it upon herself, like, you know, I, I need to know that I'm going to mean what I'm saying. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's a really smart thing to do. Um, but it was, it was definitely interesting because – I wasn't like that the first time I went. I was like, "Oh, I need to fit in." <laughs> you know, so, um, but now I, I really do actually agree with them. I just I was uh, never exposed to things like that. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of winding down a little bit. Um, do you have anything you would say to a student who just maybe not looking at Grove City to for like a shortened uh, college career, but just like looking at Grove City in general? What would you tell them before coming? Um, do you have any advice or just like? you know um like oh i don't know just like some you know advice or just maybe uh like if if they're looking at grove city and they're thinking you know this might be a college i want to go to um and not the, to assume that like grove city is the only college for everybody because obviously that's not the case but what would you tell somebody who's like okay maybe they're looking at business econ or econ or something that um, or maybe they're worried, like, am I going to fit into the culture or is this going to be like spiritually, spiritually sound or, or whatever? Um, what would you tell them if anything you had to tell them at all? Hmm. That's a very broad question. Yes. Yes, it is. Like ultimately it is your decision. Like, I think that you need to sort of a sense, find out what you think is most important to mm -hmm. yourself in like your life and find a college that fits those in a sense criteria yeah um because 
there are definitely different things that people want to get out of college. Um, we all don't approach college the same way. And I don't think that, like, especially if you're looking for, like, at Grove City or any college in, for that matter, you need to understand what your true core, like, things are that you want to get out of college. Yeah. And once you find that, then you can go and compare. find Yeah, yes, exactly. And compare yeah. and find it. Because I feel like a lot of people just sort of, in a sense, don't know what they're looking for. Like, they just want to go to college to go to college, or, yeah. like, they want to go because of, like, this academics is really good, but, like, overall, like, they don't really have a good core of, like, what they're looking for, and I think really just sort of, in a sense, thinking about, like, what you want to do with your life, mm-hmm. and, like, what you think that you're called to do, and what you think that you are best, like, situated for, um, yeah in life and i understand like those are like really big concepts about like life and they're pretty daunting but at the same time it definitely is very good to meditate on that because it's something that will affect the rest of your life and i think it's something you continually meditate on yeah um, and it changes of course but i think with that meditation you can really get to those core aspects of life that are truly important and truly matter yeah, that's that's some good wisdom. Um, finishing off, just interest, just for my own interest, um, you are finishing college in two years. What does post college look for you? Like, what is your plan? It seems like you're you're on a mission. <laughs> you know, so I'm just in, I'm just interested. Um, so right now, I am probably looking to take a gap year mm-hmm. um, to just like try to study for the LSAT. Um, I really want to go to law school. Okay, yeah. Um, but I also don't think that I'm ready to take the LSAT yet. So I'm hoping to just go into the workforce, look for a job, basically. Like I have an offer from Amazon that I'm thinking about taking and while working also sort of study for the LSAT and look to go into law school. That's awesome. That's really, that's really cool. Um, did you at all think about taking any pre-law classes here? Just like, nope, I know what I what i'm planning to do or so i didn't okay so i considered it for a little bit yeah um but the thing is though most pre-law like curriculum anywhere don't actually help with going to law school yeah um because most pre-law are basically just like a liberal arts degree Mm -hmm. um like in general like a general liberal arts degree and usually that doesn't help you um, near as much as taking a specific degree. Yeah. Like, if you look at, like, LSAT numbers, like, it's philosophy and econ that are the yeah. two highest. Yeah, philosophy, econ, I'm sure math is up there. Yeah, probably. But also, it doesn't really matter what you do. Um, you could go into art or music and then also go into law school. Like, you just have to get an undergraduate. Yeah. So, really, your undergraduate is trying to find those things that you really enjoy doing and sort of pursuing those or pursuing ways to learn how to think and how to better, like, analyze stuff. Yeah. It seems like law school is going to be a lot of, like, learning law, but not necessarily. But, like, when you're undergrad, especially in econ program, you're actually learning how to critically think. Mm-hmm. And that 
like you can you can memorize you can memorize the law you know well i feel like that's actually more about what law school is really it's not about memorizing law like i think that's definitely a part of it yeah yeah but it's more learning how to critically evaluate things and doing it well like just studying for the lsat for example like they're all thought questions on any topic, but it's just how can you use logic to be able to tear this argument apart and see what they're saying? Or can you take this set of rules and find other things and, yeah. and deduct different things? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure general logic will be very helpful. To that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right, well, um, thank you for coming on. Let me interview you, and I really appreciate that. And thank you for everybody who's listening. Um, tune into um, future episodes. Um, so, thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>